Over three quarters of the U.S. working population commutes into their offices. That's a lot of time in cars. But I don't need to tell you. You know just as well as I do how that goes. Well, to make things a little livelier, I've created this podcast. Welcome to No Mute Commute. My name is Austin, and for the next 15, 20 minutes or so, I'm going to be your host. So first off, to start off this episode, I want to say put out a huge shout out to all those out in the East Coast. Holy cow, another nor'easter in just a matter of like within a few months, right? Like I feel like this is was this the third or fourth? Y'all are seriously going through a bunch of crazy weather. Now, being here located in Utah, I'm shocked we have the nice weather, right? It's been the 60s. Today it was like 65. It's been beautiful. Just know that we're thinking about you and we hope things are going well. Crazy snow. This is like the most, this, they said this is the first time you had a storm like this in 130 years. So there you go. Well, just to start this out, I want to talk about some brief news. One thing in my childhood I loved was going to Toys R Us. I mean, as a kid, you walk in, you see these giant shelves of toys and games and consoles and you're like, Wow. This is freaking rad. It's really cool. Well, they have just announced that they are closing down all their stores. Now, I don't mean that they're going to keep a few open. No, they are shutting down entirely for good. Definitely a sad day for all the children and us. I guess we'll have to, you know, I don't know, go on Amazon or something. How awful. Let's talk about something, well, at least that I love and enjoy. I think all of y'all can relate to it. It's media. I love streaming media. It's the best thing since sliced bread or toasters, seriously. You have the ability to pick whatever show you want and just go watch it. It's amazing. So one thing that I did a few months ago, and this is one of my guilty pleasures, is Stargate. I love Stargate. Now, I came late into the show. I actually didn't start watching the show until after its last season. And I'm talking specifically about SG-1 right now. I love the show. I love the characters. I love what Richard Dean Anderson has done, what all of the, the whole team had done. It's, it's really a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece of campy sci-fi, to be sure, but it's a masterpiece nonetheless. Um, growing up, watching that uh at least in the last decade or so uh i grew to love the characters i'm right now i'm probably in the second viewing of the season and you're probably thinking i'm gonna talk about the new stargate command kind of website but actually i'm not i, I kind of got my start into hulu actually um I, it's funny uh, my family right now between the four of us we are currently using Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and also using VidAngel, which really just piggybacks off our Netflix and Amazon Prime. Uh, not sponsored by them or anything. I, I do think they're a good service. Um, I do think their choices be, can be kind of lacking, but they do have some good stuff out there. Um, but it's funny like how my favorite different shows and the kind of shows I like to watch has kind of led me into different directions of what 
streaming services I have actually opted for. Uh, it's funny. I, when you have so many choices, I mean, this is, you think about the prices it's costing you, like Netflix, what is it, like almost 13 bucks now a month? I honestly don't know. I haven't looked at it for a while. That's bad. Pay for it. Don't know. Um, well, full disclosure, it's another member of my family that pays for that one. But we, it adds up. Like, you think about it. That's, that's probably a good, you know, with Amazon Prime membership over a year, that's probably a good, like, 35 bucks a month paying just on streaming media. You know, I mean, it's cheaper than cable, but still, wow, that's a lot. But you know what? It's funny. It's, I'd say it's totally worth it. I am a communications guy and I love media. Uh, I told my, uh, my fiance, it's, it's media is my literature, film, movies. It's my literature. And I know many of you relate to that as well. It's, there's something intrinsic about it. It's the way we've grown up with it. It's, it's part of our culture. I mean, it's some people, um, would walk over and want to read a really good book. I love books, but you know, you can't just sit down for 20 minutes or half 40 minutes even, and just read an entire story in a book. Not like you can watch a movie. And it's so ironic because movies take months and months of preparation, I mean, years actually. Television shows take sometimes years too, but it's usually within the months. They're really rushed quick. And I know authors that can put out books, like full books that would, if made into a film, you couldn't fit all in there. You couldn't fit it within the two and a half hours or even two hours. You just can't compare the two. And that book would only take a month to write. Uh, my mom is actually an author. Uh, if you like clean romance or you know someone that likes it, maybe your significant other, send them over. Um, you'll find her on Amazon under Jennifer Youngblood. So that's pretty good. Um, but anyway, it's it's interesting how these authors can turn a book around within a month. And then you're looking at media. I'm, not only do I love watching shows and making or in movies and all that, I love making films too, like making videos, making content. And it's I look at her stuff, I'm like, wow, that's really great, Mom. Like, how long did that take you? And she always tell me, like, oh yeah, that book took me about a month. And I'm sitting there like, Holy crap, if I were to make a movie to cover what that took, it would take me years. Uh, you know, it's one person can sit down at a computer and knock out an entire story in the same time they would take to tell a story in a medium like film. It is incredible. And, you know, it just, I don't know, almost side tangent just shows us how much of, shows me how much of consumers we are. We're, like, we're consumers of media. It's, there's so much media out there to consume, but we sometimes lose track and forget how long it takes to make it. I mean, even this podcast, I have sat down numerous times to make this podcast. This is actually the second recording of this podcast. I attempted to record it in the car this earlier today, but I ended up getting distracted by the road. We, we'll try it again. I promise you no mute commute will come from my little sedan really soon. Uh, definitely by on Monday or Tuesday, whenever I end up finishing editing it. But it's amazing how just media, just effort that goes into creating it and consuming it. And the cool thing is, I don't think media is going anywhere soon. It's so intrinsically within us. We, we want to be entertained. Our society 
uh, wants to be entertained. Um, it's kind of a beautiful thing. I guess we've always had that. It's a little bit of human nature. And it's interesting to to look at what can be viewed now. Uh, and how many of you have walked in to Netflix, just going to Netflix and not knowing what you want to watch? Okay, now think about that. Now go back and think about 10 years ago, okay? 10 years, oh, let's go beyond 10 years, okay? Because 10 years ago, we I think we still had the onsets of streaming, maybe. I was not old enough to really think about that that much. Um, I was just a dumb teenager. So let's think, let's think 15 years ago, okay? 15 years ago, how many of you walked in, sat down on your couch to watch a movie and did not already have in mind what you wanted to watch? Now, there's probably those few outliers of you, but I'd say most of you knew or at least had in mind what you wanted to watch. Your choices were limited, right? You'd either turn on the television, start flipping through channels, hope something's good on, or you go through your pile of the DVDs sitting over in the corner, or if you're cool and have it alphabetized, I had some friends like that, uh, you go through that too, right? But you always, but generally speaking, you had an idea saying, yeah, I'm going to go sit down. I'm going to watch this right now. I'm going to go watch Star Wars. I'm going to go watch Lord of the Rings, or I'm going to go watch Corky Romano, whatever it was. You, you had in mind what you wanted to watch. Um, it's a totally different world these days. I, I know we sit, many people, including me, sit down and it's like, oh yeah, let's go watch Netflix. What do you want to watch? Yeah, no idea. Let's look what's there. You know, it's, it's so different. It's, it's about discovering media as much as consuming it. And there's actually a video up on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'll, y'all have to go check that out. It's the, the easiest way to get to my channel is actually through my blog. And there's a link to that at the description of this podcast. But there's a video there on my YouTube channel talking about media. Um, this one specific, or is specifically geared towards Facebook and like how it shows you know, the world through a different lens. Um, uh, nothing related to the current hot water Facebook said. This is totally different. But it, it, the, the whole goal of media and of Netflix or even YouTube or Facebook is to gather or garner people's attention and pull it towards their product. The longer they can keep you there, the more money they make. I mean, Netflix, they want you to keep coming. They want you to binge. That's why the autoplay feature is enabled. They want you to keep coming back. They want you to keep watching. If you let it, you could let your TV, keep your TV on for hours and hours on end, and it would just keep playing more and more content. And it's meant to be that way. It's meant to capture you. It's meant to addict you. I'm sorry to say, it's meant to addict you. It's a drug. And it'll keep pulling you in, and it wants you to keep coming back. It, and that's how this stuff is built up. And holy cow, I just went from Stargate all, and Hulu all the way to how the media industry is trying to pull you in and keep you there. Almost addict you. Wow, this has been quite the rant. But you know, hey, this is No Mute Commute, and... Hopefully you haven't put me on mute yet because I am definitely not mute myself right now. So in other news and other fun tangents, let's talk about something totally different. Uh, let's talk about ways that we can improve our lives. Recently, I've been looking at a lot of different 
blogs, um, articles, trying to find content to put up here through this podcast, uh, specifically like self-help and self-motivation sort of things. One thing I came across is ha- um, kind of an idea of how do we define ourselves? Now, this is a mix of what I found here and also what I found in a class I'm currently attending uh, through my school, through uh, BYU. Uh, it's based on families, kind of like a family studies class. Really fun general. If they have something like that at your school, you should totally go for it if you're currently studying or whatever. If you're at BYU, it's one of the, it's either SFL 200 or it's actually, uh, yeah, that's one of the other sections. It's really good. So family life. Anyway, uh, the idea is like, how do we define ourselves? Um, now, to define ourselves, we have to put into different levels of definition. Like in the center of us, we have to determine like what truly defines us. What's our core? And then outside of that is secondary, tertiary, you know, so on and so on. Kind of definitions. It's like a layer. It's like Shrek. You know, we're like we're like ogres, right? That's all people are like ogres. So you can take that away from today's podcast. People are like ogres. Uh, we have layers. <laughs> or like onions, o- ogres, onions, like whatever. We all have these different layers of how we define ourselves. And we have to be careful where we put the different layers and what we put within the layers. For example, in the center of you, if you define yourself, let's say by the work you get done or by your work, by your workplace, like, wow, I work so hard to get this job at this financial firm. This is who I am. This is me. And let's say that's how you define yourself. And you define yourself based off of the work you do and how much you get done. You're just a really good worker. Well, what happens when you lose your job? What happens when they lay you off? What happens when you have to quit to go watch your, or go care after your sick mother back in Germany or wherever, crazy story, whatever, I don't know, wherever you have to go, what happens if you're not there anymore? I mean, do you lose your identity? I mean, that was who you are and no longer you have, you don't have that anymore. Same thing goes for grades. Like if you're based on good grades, what happens when you're not good grades? Or what if you base yourself to mean like, well, I'm going to be a really great parent and then you end up not being able to have kids. What are you going to do then? You have to, you have to find a balance. You have to find the right place to put these things. I think in the center, if you, if you figure out what's truly important to you, what's intrinsically important to you, what you cannot remove, whether you're religious and you believe that you're a child of God, that's your center. Or whether you believe being the best person you can be, being a moral person, that's your center. That's who you define yourself as. You just need to figure out how you want to define yourself. You have to figure out where you're going to put yourself in the whole map of things. And then you go out. I mean, then you say secondary. Oh, yeah, I'm a good worker. Or, oh, yeah, I'm a good parent. But you always have to make sure you define yourself in the correct way. Um, That you put what's important first, and then everything else comes after. And that's an activity that I think each of you have to do. If you're interested in learning more, send me a message. You can message me on Anchor here. I'm going to be setting up some social media handles pretty soon that you'll be able to send me through as well. This is... Guys, this is brand new. Um, 
So there's going to be some growing in here. Uh, you and I are both going to be growing a lot. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining in today. I uh, love talking to you or talking with you guys. I uh, love sharing these tangents with you. If there's something specific you'd like me to talk about in the future, please let me know. I am looking for topics. I, I can go off on tangents on just about anything. Uh, and so let's, let's enjoy this together. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the rest of your commute. If you are commuting, if you're at home, Glad you're home, enjoying that. Wherever you are, have a wonderful day. As the Germans say, tschüss.